What is going on, everybody? I am having some major tech difficulties, so let me know if everything is going fine on your end. My computer just keeps shutting down on me randomly, so I may need to switch gears in the middle of this. I don't know, but as of right now, everything looks fine. So tonight on the Cajun Show... From Bayou's to Igloos, it is me by myself. Yes, because Eskimo is needing some much-needed rest and time off. So you get me by myself tonight, uh, which is great. Thank you for the comments. I hear and see you. Looks good, sounds good. Thank you all very much. Tonight on a very special solo show of Bayou's to Igloos, we'll kick it off with a fascinating and horrifying Muddy Waters Net Geo segment. Then we dive off into the political sports world into a new segment I'm calling the Muddied Waters, or I'm sorry, Muddied Cajun Sports Segment. <laughs> Simple title, as always. Uh, Joe Rogan drives the final nail into the coffin of CNN. They were already buried, but, you know, hey, he uh, absolutely finishes them off in a glorious fashion. And what in the world is happening in Loudoun County, Virginia, tonight on the Cajun Show. From Bayou's to Igloo's, I'll see you right back here in just a minute. All right. Sorry. I hope everything is going fine on you guys' end. Um, a little bit of muddied waters media tech trouble there. Uh, what else is new? Hopefully that's the end of it. Please, God, let it be the end of it. Um, <clears throat> if it is not the end of it, then I will switch over to my phone and... We'll go from the Cajun Libertarian page and then stream it to the uh, the Muddy Waters Media page shortly after that. So, don't forget to subscribe to our Muddy Waters Media Anchor.fm for only $10 a month. You get exclusive content, 10% off all of our uh, store stuff, and a monthly Zoom call with me. Also, you get the Muddy Waters Media crew and maybe I consider allowing Spike Cohen to join that Zoom call. I don't know yet. I haven't decided if I'm going to allow uh, Spike, the America's Jew, to join in on that session yet. I'll see. Uh, we'll see if I if I grant him permission on that. <laughs> right. Um, but make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel website and everywhere else you can find us. Also, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. The only appropriate amount of stars to leave, even if you hate the show, show pity and leave us a five-star review, right? Do that thing. And be sure to leave the appropriate marks on all other platforms. While at the same time, please also do all of the above things for yours truly, the Cajun Libertarian. Uh, I have my own anchor. Please go and favorite it, like, and subscribe to all of my stuff and leave me reviews, five stars. That way I can continue or <laughs> I can start getting some monetary uh, value to this thing.
that we're doing for the Liberty Movement. Now, with that being said, let us keep going. I just switched to full screen on here. Hopefully it doesn't mess me up. Joe Soloski for the key to Pennsylvania's success. He is running for governor of Pennsylvania. Please check out Joe Soloski. Also, while you're at it, check out Nicole Schultz, who is the key to Joe Soloski's success. So, Pennsylvania, killing it. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Nicole. Y'all are doing excellent. Who else is doing excellent? Ashley. High-end bags and accessories. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. That's Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Fierce Luxury is a high-end bag and accessories consignment store based online. They carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. That's Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. And on Facebook in their exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. Now, with that being said, let's get into it tonight. So far, so good. It looks like uh, it, it. my computer was just turning itself off like numerous times. It has not stayed on this long. And so praying to God that everything is working out just fine. With that being said, let's jump into our first segment of the night. And it's brought by yours truly, Nat Geo. Cajun Libertarian feeding you National Geographic News on the Muddied Waters Media Channel. Fantastic. Always lovely. Maybe not so much for that one thing, but I won't talk about that one thing. But let's talk about this one. Lava tsunami flows from erupting volcano. This is real. Very real. A lava tsunami flows from erupting volcano. Thousands have been forced to evacuate their homes on the Spanish island of La Palma. I got some pictures for you, just a couple, but they're fascinating, terribly horrifying. Like, oh my God, right? Uh, recently released video shows a river of red hot lava flowing out of Spain's Combre Vieja volcano that's been erupting.
All right. Can everybody hear me now? Please tell me that you do. He's back. Yes. Okay. Working from a new computer. All right. Very good. So, I cannot show any graphics or anything else now. Sorry. But at least we are loud and clear, says John Morrissey. So, we will continue to move on. Also, can't see myself. So, whatever. This point. My God. I'm going to move this over here. Move this up here. And make sure I don't look ridiculous. Turn that down a bit because we're going to different camera. That didn't work out at all. Give me one second, folks. I am so sorry. Um, I don't know what's going on with my MacBook, but I'm ready to throw a fit about it. My God. So all of a sudden, it likes to shut down in the middle of a broadcast or any working at all. Lighting's horrible. Doesn't matter. Camera sucks. I'm working from a different laptop. Anyway, the lava tsunami flows from erupting volcano, leaving thousands have been forced to evacuate their homes on the Spanish island of La Palma. Recently released videos show a river of hot lava flowing out of Spain's volcano, which I will not try to uh, repeat. <clears throat> um, I should have Googled how to say that, right? But I didn't. So here we are. The volcano began erupting on the Spanish island of La Palma last month and has since forced thousands of people to evacuate their homes as lava poured into several towns. Lava from the volcano has torn through nearly 1,500 acres of land and destroyed 1,500 houses and other buildings, according to Reuters. More than 6,000 people have been forced to evacuate their homes to get out of harm's way since the initial eruption on September of 2019. Why do I still look like a ghost? That's worse. This is remarkable. Whatever. On Thursday, researchers with the Vulc uh, sorry, Volcanological Institute of the Canary Islands, or in Vulcan, released video of river of lava flowing down and right into people's houses. It's incredible. I can't show you the graphics now, so please go and look. Um, Maybe I can. Give me one second. Whoop, that's the wrong one. Let's see if I can uh, if I can do this here. Nice. There we go. There is one of the rivers, or the the main. It's a river of lava. That's incredible. Can you imagine looking up with that coming to your hometown? That right there. Just leaking down. Look in the bottom. I don't know how well you can see it on this computer, but down there in the bottom left, that's an entire town. Maybe bottom right on your screen. I'm not sure, but wow, that's incredible. So go look that up because a lot of people, they're going to be displaced and, and need help on a lot of different levels. That is just crazy to me. Can you imagine how frightened you would be? Just wow. Also, something that else is a phenomenal wow is Cumberland Cannabis Co. Check them out for all of your viable, ethical, and effective cannabis needs. Cumberland Cannabis Company, based out of Tennessee, locally owned. Please check out Cumberland Cannabis Co. So I have a new segment to introduce to you, and I hope you find this graphic as funny as I did when I was making it. 
muddied Cajun sports segment. If you have seen that episode of South Park, I hope that you are dying uh, hilariously with laughter right now, as I was thinking about making it. Thanks to my wife, Mrs. Cajun Libertarian, for photoshopping my face onto Cartman right there. So let's get into it real quick because we're like way over and out of time. So I'm going to speed through everything fairly quickly because of the tech difficulties and everything else that is going on. Um, please let me know if, in fact, there are more issues going on. Doesn't look like it. Cannabis is healthcare. There you go. We can see your pictures of the lava. Fantastic. La Palma is one of Spain's Canary Islands. That's exactly right. Off northwestern Africa. Facts. I found the problem. It's a Mac. I don't know about that prison memoirs of a modern anarchist, although I do love your name. That is very, that's very clever. It's more than clever. That's really good. Um, but no, I have had zero issues up until today. Muddy Cajun sports segment. Ta-da, says Janice. So Colin Kaepernick is back in the news. Fantastic. Let me give you a little bit of analysis for those of you that don't follow sports and only follow news. Let's check out what they're saying, and then I'll let you know what actually is going on. The former NFL quarterback revealed in a new interview with Ebony Magazine that he's still training as hard as ever, hoping a team will sign him. Kaepernick last played in the NFL in 2016. He played for the San Francisco 49ers from 2011 to 2016. But his career, for the time being anyway, came to an abrupt end shortly following his decision to kneel for the national anthem. Prison Memoirs of a Modern Anarchist, you are welcome. Thank you for watching the show. Um. Let me repeat that last sentence. It, his career came to an abrupt halt shortly following his decision to kneel for the national anthem. False, if you didn't know. Absolutely false. Completely wrong. Colin Kaepernick's career came to an end when he got benched but for Blaine Gabbert, who's just as bad a quarterback. The fact is, is that Colin Kaepernick regardless of what you think of his activism, is a garbage quarterback. Facts. He's terrible, and he deserves no role as a lead quarterback on any NFL team, period. And he never did, ever. The only reason the 49ers went to the Super Bowl while he was there was because they had one of the best and most statistically sound defenses that the NFL in modern era has ever seen. Colin Kaepernick has been a garbage quarterback his entire career. He is a pile of trash when it comes to the quarterback position. I'm not talking about him as a human being. I don't know him. Talk about him as a quarterback. He is a dumpster fire. His statistics are god-awful. I'm not going to go through them because if you don't like sports, you're not going to want to listen to that crap. And that's fine. I completely understand. But please know that if you are uh, everybody watching this show, Money Wonders Media, Cajun Libertarian Live, Eskimo Libertarian, Spike, Matt, Jason, you're all politically involved. You may not be sports affiliated. The reason Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job in the NFL is because he sucks. It has nothing to do with his political activism. He was benched for Blaine Gabbert, who also is not in the NFL now, before he ever started to take a knee. He, the, the gaslighting is ridiculous, but they sell it to you as if Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job because of his activism or because of X, Y, and Z. No, there's only one factor. The NFL doesn't care about any of that. They only care about can you win football games. Colin Kaepernick cannot. Now, if you're looking for a quarterback that loves to throw interceptions and has the ability to read a defense of a toddler, then hire Colin Kaepernick. You've got him. 
He's good. He's good there. If what you want from a quarterback is the football IQ of a three-year-old, then hire Colin Kaepernick. If you want a quarterback that will win you championships, then don't hire Colin Kaepernick. And that's why he's not hired. That's it. That's the only reason. Only reason is because he sucks. A lot of comments there. Exactly right. Uh, uh, he's had several opportunities to be able to play. He turned them down because they didn't fit his agenda. This has nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick being an activist in 100% to do with the fact that he's a trash quarterback. Go play a different position. He's a great athlete. He's a great athlete. But he's a disgustingly terrible quarterback by all statistics. Don't buy this trash. All right, moving on. I'm still up at 5 a.m. training five, six days a week, making sure I'm prepared to take another team to a Super Bowl. You'll never do that because you were just lucky enough to have a fantastic surrounding staff and you didn't completely screw it up like you did every other season. So stop it. It seems unlikely that an NFL team will give Kaepernick that opportunity he believes he deserves. That's exactly right. Now, go play for a lesser league. Or pick another position because you're garbage. Kaepernick continues to believe that he's been denied opportunities in the NFL because of his activism. No, false. We already been over that. Not going through it again. Disgusting, terrible trash. You're going to have to continue to deny me and do so in a public way. And you're going to expose yourself by that. But it won't be because I'm not ready or not prepared. No. I'm not saying you're not ready. I'm not saying you're not prepared. I'm saying you're not good enough. And that's what the NFL is saying. Because if you were, you would be like Deshaun Watson, who's got like 24 freaking sexual uh, assault charges pending against him. But he still starts because he's, he's good. Hashtag. Gross hypocrisy by the NFL for canceling John Gruden, by the way. Not to mention that. I guess it did mention that. Anyway, I'm not going to keep going with that. I can't stand Colin Kaepernick. I think he's an immature, petty, self-loathing, self-seeking individual. He doesn't actually care about anything that he does or is put in the limelight for. And that's proof positive by the fact that there was zero activism on his part until he got benched. When he got benched, then he became a spoiled, attention-seeking brat. And that's why he started all this. Now, is some of what he's started activism-wise valid? Yes. Does some of his activism stuff that he talks about valid? Yes. His quarterback play is garbage. End quote. And you can quote me. That's fine. Absolute garbage. So, with that being said, I will tell you who else is not garbage. Actually, to be honest with you, he's he's pretty garbage. I've got to touch screen this laptop. I'm sorry. That's why I keep shaking. But it is what it is. We'll get through this, and we're going to get through it pretty quickly. Um, Jack Casey. There he is in all of his splendid glory. Uh, that's an overstatement of the glory that is splendid. Not so, but there he is. Jack Casey, author of the royalgreen.com. You can check him out at royalgreen.com. And you can do exactly like I did. I bought one book, it's very thick, and it is a floor mat or a table stand. However you wanna look at it, that's fine, doesn't matter. But buy the book. And then do whatever you want. It's going to get cold soon. Oil and gas prices are going through the roof. So if you need a way to keep your house warm, light his books on fire. That's what I plan on doing. 
Now, something that I did not mention in the headlines. Uh, more than 10,000 John Deere employees go on strike Thursday. This past Thursday. John Deere's got a real, real problem. More than 10,000 Deere and company workers went on strike on Thursday after the company allegedly failed to present an agreement that met the demands and needs of union members. The United Auto Workers Union said its members who are seeking an improved standard of living, retirement benefits, and a better work environment would walk off the job 11.59 p.m. on October 13th if a deal wasn't reached. Our members at John Deere strike for the ability to earn a decent living, retire with dignity, and establish for work rules, said Chuck Browning, vice president of John Deere's, or I'm sorry, UAW's Agricultural Implement Department. We stay committed to bargaining until our members' goals are, are achieved. <clears throat> what you may not know, if you you know even knew this at all, was that the the, the workers are actually they, they have a, a super valid reason for striking, and it is um, their CEOs and whatnot. Let me get to those numbers real quick. Let me tell you how much they made, and then they're refusing to uh, to give these people exactly what they want. There we go. I found the chat again. Mike Vick got to come back. Yep. Well, Mike Vick was actually a decent quarterback. Even after the dogfighting incident. A lot of great comments there. Man, I wish I had a better laptop to work with. It would be called a MacBook. That doesn't want to work. So, uh, for the 2020 fiscal year, John Deere and company net income totaled $2.751 billion, according to the company. For 2021, income is projected to be $3.6 billion to $4 billion. John May, CEO and president of Deere, made a total compensation of 15 million in about or yeah 15 million about $600,000 in 2020 and 6 million 100 dollars in 2019 according to John Deere's SEC filings. So that should tell you everything about why the John Deere workers are on strike and for good reason because in the last offer the latest offer John Deere bargained for incremental wage increases over six years, equal to about a dollar twenty raise in hourly pay at the end of the six-year contract, according to the employees. So there you go. Absolutely horrific. And hey, this this is America. That's what you do. Don't pay me enough. I quit. I strike. Got unions. Hate unions. Hate them, but this is the one thing that they're good for, right? So, moving on, Joe Rogan <laughs> absolutely crushes CNN, and I love every second of it. Joe Rogan forces Dr. Gupta to admit CNN shouldn't have called his COVID treatment horse dewormer. And no, they should not have because ivermectin is not horse dewormer. Can it be used for that? Yes. Is it used for that? Yes. Primarily, no. It's used for humans. CNN's chief medical correspondent, Dr. Gupta, admitted to podcast host Joe Rogan Wednesday that it was improper for the network to claim Rogan took horse dewormer as a COVID treatment on Wednesday's installment of the Joe Rogan Experience, Rogan grilled the doctor on why someone like him who already had COVID and has antibodies should get vaccinated. The podcast had, uh, I'm sorry, the podcast host first told Gupta that his ivermectin was prescribed to me by a doctor, perceiving the CNN correspondent to say the drug shouldn't be called horse rumor. Facts, he did say that. I've got a clip of it. We'll see if that's going to work. Um, usually I would do it over my microphone. 
but I can't use that microphone because my MacBook decided it wasn't going to work. Most importantly, this episode is probably going to be best uh, listened to in audio only. But you're here live with me, and I can't thank you enough. That's incredible. Um, Rogan went on to knock CNN for not reporting how he tested negative five days later and felt great following his treatment. So let's see if we can play this clip from Joe Rogan. It's about two minutes long. It's not a flattering thing. I get it's that. It's a lie. It's a lie on a news network, it, and it's it, a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah. They're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Well, the FDA put this thing out. You saw that. Did you see the thing that the FDA put out? What did the FDA put out? <laughs> it was a tweet, and it was snarky. I admit it. They said, you are not a horse, you are not a cow, stop taking this stuff, or something like that. Why would you say that when you're talking about a drug that's been given out to billions and billions of people, a drug that was responsible for one of the inventors of it making Nobel Prize, Prize. Nobel Prize in 2015. Yeah. 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 A, a yeah. drug that has been shown to stop viral replication in vitro. You know that, right? I, I, Why would they lie? And say that's horse dewormer. I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is thick. But don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? You know that they know that I took medicine. Like, here it is. This is ivermectin. You got this it with right you. here. Somebody gave it to me. All right, hang on. I, I, do you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that that's a problem that your news network not, lies? Well, I don't. I don't dude, I, what did they say? They lied. What did they say? I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me by a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Along they with shouldn't have said it was a bunch of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human pill because there were people that were taking it the veterinary medication and i you're not obviously you got it from a doctor so that it shouldn't be called that ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease and as you say it's probably you know i think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world more, i get that way more so way more can, billions can, of people have taken it can i just come back to the one i want to talk about you have before we get to that does it bother you that the news network you work for out and out lied, well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, they, they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask? I didn't think there was were You're the medical guy over there. I didn't ask. I should have asked before. But they did it with such glee. No, yes, Joe. They did. I watched. Yes, they did. Absolutely. I hope everybody could hear that clip. I didn't see any uh, comments saying they couldn't hear it. They absolutely did it with glee. They were so ready to pounce on Joe Rogan for taking ivermectin because what they did immediately was anybody that was taking ivermectin, the second that it came out that they were talking about some other treatment besides the thing that they favor the most, they crush it immediately. They did the same thing with hydrochloroquine. Uh, as soon as Trump said something about it. They immediately jumped on it. But it works as a good prophylactic in early stages and treatment. So does ivermectin. If it doesn't fit the narrative, they don't care about science. Thank you, Janice. Your clip came through loud and clear. Fantastic. These people hate science. I, I've been saying it. I'll keep saying it. They absolutely hate science because science destroys their narrative. Now, you, we, we can discuss and question why exactly their narrative is one treatment and one only. I don't know why. Pretty sure I know why. But I can't talk about it here. Can't talk about it on the internet at all. Because it'll get you kicked off. Why? Because only the narrative that they want matters. That's why you had all of the people kicked off of the internet talking about hydroxychloroquine, but now we know it works. 
talking about ivermectin, now we know it works. Talking about uh, people are going to need booster shots. Now they're saying booster shot. Everything that's been deplatformed or every idea that's being deplatformed is all coming back to bite them in the ass. It's all true. Every single bit of it. Because it doesn't take a rocket scientist or a virologist or an immunologist to understand that Dr. Fauci was lying. You don't need masks. That just gives you a false sense of protection. What we really need is for everybody to social distance and wash their hands. And it fast forward with it, you know, only one mask does well. Maybe you wear two masks. And that helps in the double protection and make sure you get vaccinated. And now we're going to get the booster. And how many more lies are we going to listen to by these people? They don't want to tell the truth. And we need to stop acting like they're just misinformed. And I say we, I don't mean anybody watching this live. I'm talking about people maybe potentially later. This is why they freaking double down on the lies, on the misinformation. And then they tell us we're the ones spreading misinformation when we know for a fact hydroxychloroquine works in the early stages. We know for a fact ivermectin, ivermectin works in the early stages. We know for a fact that the COVID vaccines are working really well. Timeline is up for debate. But I just can't get past how much they gaslight us more and more. Every time you get freaking Fauci on the screen, now he's he's double back and and reversing on Christmas and, and holidays. Well, yeah, because there's a bunch of blowback and everybody hates your documentary because we know you're we all know you're a piece of garbage. It's just, but people still buy this stuff. CNN, good riddance. Never watched you in the first place, but you're done. When you have a podcast that has more watches and listens than your network, you're gone. You're out. So if anybody's listening or watching this podcast and thinks, Oh, my God, I can't believe CNN would say that. They've been doing it for a long time. Turn off CNN. They're absolute garbage. So is MSNBC. So is ABC. So is CBS. Uh, so is Fox News. Just turn. Just stop. Cut them all off because they're not giving you accurate information. They don't want to give accurate information. Their goal isn't to give accurate information. Their goal is one thing and one thing only, and that's to be propagandists. All right, last uh, segment here, and then we're going to jump off of here. Uh, Parents demand Virginia superintendent be fired over alleged sex assault cover-up. This story is breaking by the day. This is incredible. A lot of right-wing pontificators and a lot of left-wing pontificators are trying to conflate this issue with a transgender issue. It actually has nothing to do with that at all. It's just bad timing. Um, but that's what they're going to try to make this out to be. It has nothing to do with that. Outraged parents are demanding a Virginia school board superintendent uh, resign in mass, all of them, following claims the district tried to cover up two alleged sexual assaults by the same male student. That's a fact that did happen. He's in jail right now. Yep. Cajun. What's up, Jacob? I forgot to say hey. To Chris, Chris Moore. Don't worry about being late, man. No reason to be sorry. Just got back from Seattle rally with Spike Cohen. I am sorry. You should have not had to go through that. Jacob just got off work. Good to see you. Good to see you too, my friend. Good to see all of y'all. Absolutely incredible. Thank you very much. Sorry for the tech difficulties. I will try my best to get them worked out over the weekend. I might have to take my uh, computer to somebody. And figure it out. I don't know. 
Jacob Helser. Are you going to be in OKC? I don't think so. Uh, I have not been invited or paid for because it's, it's a single income household right here. So any trips made have to be uh, supplied monetarily by the person asking for the trip or people, which has been fantastic. They've all done that. It's crazy. I can't believe I'm in this position. Uh, I can't wait to get to Oklahoma. It won't be long. It won't be long. Tom Keller says, how long? How long for what, my friend? Let me know. All right, Loudoun County Sheriff's Office confirmed to the New York Post on Wednesday that they are handling two sexual assault cases that occurred on two different campuses within the district. Same dude. In the more recent case, a 15-year-old boy was arrested after allegedly forcing a female student into an empty classroom at Broad Run High School before inappropriately touching her on October 6th, according to the Sheriff's Office. 15-year-old remains in custody after being charged with sexual battery with and abduction. The same student who was 14 at the time was previously previously arrested over the May 28th alleged sexual assault at Stonebridge High School. Now, what is important here is that we there's a lot of people out there that saw the video and they saw the images of a middle-aged white man, kind of bald, semi-fat, being drugged out of high school, really bloody. How long do we continue to fund their circus? Yes, exactly. Thank you. Valid question. Stop. Stop funding it. Cut the cable immediately because even if you buy cable and you don't like CNN or you don't like Disney or you don't like ESPN or you don't like this or that or Fox News, you're still paying them. All right. But anyway, back to the story. A lot of people saw the, the middle-aged white man being drugged out of, uh, out of the school board meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia, bloodied, shirt ripped up, and, and called basically a, a, a FBI terror. That's where the whole – I was wrong in my initial reporting, thinking that it was them going after Matt Walsh. <clears throat> it was not Matt Walsh. It was this guy. That's the whole uh, – or to my knowledge, that's the whole premise – of why the FBI is quote unquote looking for domestic terrorism at school board meetings, which we all know is total garbage. They hate the fact that we are speaking up and that we're being loud. That's it. They hate that fact. So don't stop. Matter of fact, put the gas to the pedal, speak out louder, go there more frequently because do the thing that's in front of you. That's the thing that's in front of us. We're winning at the school board meetings and we're terrifying them so much so that they're trying to get the FBI involved. Anyway, what you may not know about that dad that got arrested that day that they're trying to smear as a white supremacist, uh, uh, neo-Nazi, and trying to get the FBI involved. Here's what you may not know. Hopefully most of you do know. But if you don't, here we go. Scott Smith. Revealed to the Daily Wire and kudos to the Daily Wire for going investigating the situation to its fullest because there's breaking news every day on this. How corrupt the school board is, is absolutely crazy and astonishing. And in the fact that they're weaponizing, and this ain't the only school board that's doing this. They're weaponizing the local police department against their own people. So spare me the uh, the sheriff's office and local police aren't going to stand up to COVID mandates or vaccine mandates or mandates in general or totalitarian. No, they will actively help it out. And we see the evidence. We have it. We have the receipts. The freaking local sheriff's department is helping the school board illegally. All right. Thank you, Daily Wire, for exposing all this and having a, a reporter on the ground being able to get to all that. Scott Smith revealed to the Daily Wire this week that his ninth grade daughter was the victim in the May case after a male student wearing a skirt allegedly allegedly attacked her in the girls' bathroom. So again, do let's not conflate whatever the uh, feelings are about the transgender bathrooms all across the board or in schools. I'm totally against them in schools for sure. Um, let kids, we need to let, kids need to be kids. We got to stop this. We got to stop politicizing our children. Uh, they don't need to be making decisions about permanent things in their, for the future of their life when they're in grade school. My personal opinion, right? 
But this is not what's going on here. This is what both left and right media propagandists are trying to conflate the issue with. If they're on the left, they're trying to say this is all anti-trans. If they're on the right, this is all trying to say this is because trans people can be in whatever bathroom they want. Neither of that's true. Neither of it's true. Has nothing to do with what's going on here. This student has never identified as trans, to my knowledge. Uh, I've seen many, 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 many reports on it before I reported on it. I've read a bunch about it. I've heard a bunch about it. Not one time have I ever, for once, heard this student say he was trans. All I've heard was that he uh, said he's bisexual and sometimes likes to wear a skirt to school. Nothing about that says trans. So we cannot conflate the two. Because it's going to give a bad rap on the entire situation. So if you're a trans activist, you need to speak out about this and say, no, we can't allow this type of behavior to happen because it actually hurts our efforts into the rights that we are looking to pursue. Be loud. All right. Dude likes to wear a skirt, claims he's bisexual, doesn't say anything about being trans. But the... I'm not going to beat that dead horse. Smith was arrested. This is the dad of the daughter that got raped. Smith was arrested at a Loudoun County board meeting for disorderly conduct back in June after he erupted when Ziegler said the school board hadn't had any incidents involving a transgender student in bathrooms. To my not, well, of course, we really don't know because they're, they're obviously covering everything up. But I don't think this has anything to do with that at all. Let's check some comments real quick because y'all got a bunch of them. Sheila Foster, they're going to be the main ones to enforce it. She's talking about local police department. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's also another school coming from Eric Brookhammer where that lady found books in the library that basically advocated pedos. Uh, you know what, Eric? You're absolutely right. And this is part of that. Part of this school board situation in Loudoun County, Virginia, uh, is because of pornographic material in the school library. Jacob, what sucks? Oops, sorry. What sucks is that the trans community that became or what sucks is that the trans community has become the scapegoat for the MSM and their propaganda on both sides of the issue. Massive facts. Everything's about that now, and hardly anything is actually about that. It's already hard enough for those people as it is without the personal choices being blown out of proportion in the entire media. Thank you. Massive facts. Massive facts. I listened to quite a few white ring guys, right wing guys. Like everyone, Beren Shapiro, Clavin, Stephen Crowder, so basically all the Daily Wire. None of the ones that I listened to have made it a trans case. In fact, they were very adamant to make sure people that they were not trans. Yes, that's exactly right. And uh, Daily Wire doesn't get enough credit for their accurate reporting. Regardless of how you feel about Ben Shapiro and Daily Wire, they do a fantastic job of some of the stuff, at the very least, of uncovering a lot of things. And you're absolutely right. I listened to the Daily Wire Often, uh, it's one of the ways that I formatted my personal podcast. Not that I agree with a bunch of what they say, but I like the way they do it. I like the way they do their podcast. So I've actually formatted mine personally around a lot of that and uh, a handful of left wing and a handful of just center slash libertarian claiming or claiming to be libertarian um, pontificators. But yeah, I have not heard anyone from the Daily Wire make this a trans issue uh this is from other folks on the far right and then other folks on the far left but this is nothing to do with trans this has everything to do with one guy raping girl one boy raping girls wherever that has to happen that's what he did and that's what needs to be addressed period and then the school board covered it up trying to make it a trans issue that's the problem real root of the issue is that the school board covered it up because this guy decided to take his grievances out during that time that's where the whole issue gets conflated is that 
he spoke out during that situation, but really it, it um, has pretty much nothing to do with that. He just went up there and was like, what are you trying to do? What are you doing? You're covering up rape. My daughter has been raped. And they argued, and now it's going to court. And it's going to be a meltdown for that school board in Loudoun County. There is no possible positive resolute for them on their way out. None. And thank God, because if you're so effing disgusting and corrupt that you're going to cover up rape in your school then you not only need to be removed, you need to be in jail. Jail. And that's a possibility. And there's a, a couple of key elements before we wrap this segment and episode up tonight. Uh, I want to give you a couple of testimonies. Angry parents used the school board meeting Tuesday to accuse Ziegler, the school board superintendent, and the school district of trying to cover up the alleged sexual assaults by doing nothing about them. That's a fact. School board's trying to say they contacted police, but we have the receipts. We got them. And they absolutely try to cover it up. Quote, your moral compasses are busted. You, Dr. Ziegler, and our school board, every one of you, are complicit in these crimes against our children because you did nothing about it. Nothing. One mother said during the school board meeting, quote, what is worse than a child being raped at school? The cover-up by those who are trusted with the safety and well-being of our children. I'm not sure that I agree with that. I think rape is worse. But I understand where they're coming from. Today, Scott Ziegler must resign for the unconscionable act of allowing an alleged rapist back to the school to rape again and for that cover-up. Another mother declared. By the way, this is the same state that Democrat... Uh, candidate for governor McCullough said I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out those books he's re referring to are pornographic material in school age kids in this state this state is just ripe with horrid absolute disgusting propaganda in their elementary school children don't give this a pass. Speak out about it. This is crazy. Democrat candidate for Governor McCullough said, I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decision, McCullough said. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. That's your Democrat candidate for governor in the state of Virginia amidst all of this absolute disgusting and horrid trash by mid-wednesday youngskin a first-time candidate and former co-ceo of the carlisle group turned mccullough's statement into a, a campaign ad <clears throat> youngkin is uh running for governor as a republican do we have a libertarian candidate running for governor in virginia can i speak to you please if we don't have one why not it contrasted McCullough's words with complaints from parents speaking out about sexually explicit content in school materials. If you're in the state of Virginia right now and we're not beating down doors and, and, and handing out flyers and, and going to every school board meeting in that state just on the back of what for. Can't say that because it, it it's rough. I want to say. Regardless of all the sexual assault abuse, just the mere fact that that Democrat governor for a candidate for governor is saying that teachers or parents shouldn't be telling schools what to teach. Are you kidding me? Get kick rocks. Get out of here with that nonsense. Unbelievable. We should be uh, at every door in every county in Virginia right now removing every school board member and superintendent and every politician that supports or tries to cover this up. Every single one of them. And if you're running for libertarian governor in the state of Virginia, talk to me. Because I don't know of one, and I talk to almost all of y'all. I've interviewed almost every candidate running for governor in the, in the United States. If you're running for governor in Virginia, 
talk to me. Hit me up, HMU. Because we need loud voices in that state right now. This is incredible. And make no mistake, this is just a caught example, right? This is like the first example that came out about uh, the Catholic Church. It snowballed. I wonder how many people are going to go start investigating school boards in these situations just off the back of Loudoun County, Virginia. And I hope to God it happens all across the country. Because if you're a part of this and you've allowed this and you've accepted this or God willing you promoted it, I want you in jail for life. And every single person across this country that's involved with their school boards needs to take this example right here and start investigating every single person on that school board. Immediately, immediately. And apparently the sheriff's office too, because they were doing the bidding of the school board and trying to cover this up. I can't go into all the details. We don't have time for that. I'd love to. I'm also not that kind of a podcaster. I like to give you the stuff. Then, you know, if you want to dig deeper into it, go ahead. There's so much news that that's breaking every day. I can't possibly deep dive quite anything, really. Um, just to be able to, to, to try to find stories like this and get them out there. You know, in writing and producing a show three times a week. Now, I only produce half the show on Friday nights other than this one tonight because I'm with Eskimo and she does a fantastic, phenomenal job on, on a much different scale of doing her thing. But this is incredible. And again, you know, if you've watched me for any length of time, you know how I feel about kids. I got three of them. I, I would not stand for this. This is disgusting. Make tyrants birds again. Nick McKimmy. Yeah. Far and tether. I said that exactly how I wanted to. Far and tether. Cajun Libertarians planting seeds with real, true stories. Truth. Thank you, Janice. You are amazing. This is exactly why I homeschool, says Eric Brunhammer. We homeschool as well, my friend. Uh, hold up. We got another one. Sheila Foster coming in hot. This is why my daughter is homeschooling. Yes. Parents don't have any say in what the taxpayer-funded schools teach our kids. And they're teaching some pretty effed up things. Big facts. Huge. Homeschool, but at the same time. None of my kids are going through this, but I care. Because I don't want this happening to kids, the most innocent of our population on the planet, period. So if you're like me, go to your school board meetings. Or I'm sorry, if you're like me and you don't have kids in school, you're homeschooling them. I got one kid in school. That's because of divorce. My pre-Jesus days. Go to your school board meetings. Speak out. Investigate. Because we need to protect all of the kids from this we also need to protect all the kids from the ridiculous mask wearing in schools none of the data reflects the necessity for that at, at, on the uh on the contrary all of the data gl uh, uh, glaringly says that that's ridiculous on all fronts mandates uh whatever your feelings are on your particular curriculum in that school board some people like crt some people hate it. If you like it, go to your school boards. Talk about it. If you hate it, go to your school boards. Talk about it. Put your kids in homeschool if you can. Because at this point, all public schools are, are not public schools. They're government-ran indoctrination camps. And they are going to shovel whatever information that they possibly can down our children's throats. There is so much more to this story. It's unbelievable. But I'm going to go ahead and cut it off there. And uh, let me make sure that I don't forget to, because uh, I am sure that I have, and I have. That's okay. Forgotten a couple ads. So before we run off tonight, 
We are going to talk about Jonathan Reels, who's a real candidate. He is going to be a real candidate as soon as we get him exactly where he needs to be. Go check out Jonathan Reels, www.jonathan.cash. Check him out, see what he needs, and help him out right now. He needs our help, and he needs it big time. Big time. Last one, and then we're going to jump out of here on a Friday night that as aggravated and pissed off as I was prior to coming on this because my entire situation shut down. I was lucky enough just to be here right now. I'm still very, 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 very happy to be here with you. And I am very happy to promote Tom for 52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. Thomas Daniel Queter. There's no quit in Queter. Thomas Daniel Queter for Senate. Tom for 52.com for New York State Senate. Go check him out. Go uh, put some memes on his page. I think it's memes for Tom for 52.com. You might win some merchandise if you win the meme contest. So check him out. T-O-M-F-O-R-5-2.com. Tom for 52.com. Thomas Daniel Queter. Thank you very, very, very much. I am so sorry that we had all of the technical troubles that we had tonight. And I'm so sorry, sorry that because of that, I couldn't uh, really flesh out and, and do my thing that I like to do. That's okay. We got it out there. Great episode. Uh, don't forget to download us including me on anchor.fm. Go leave five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and become a subscriber for special content, 10% off the stores, uh, and to, to be on a Zoom call with me, Matt Wright, Jason Lyon, Mr. Murray, the Beard of Truth, Eskimo Libertarian, and potentially, if I allow him, the Mr. Spike Cohen himself. I love you very much. I will see you Monday night on the Cajun Libertarian Live Granted that I get everything, my stuff back up and working one way or another. I'll see you Monday night. Same Cajun Tom, same Cajun channel. Love Muddy Waters Media. Go follow everything they have. I love being here. Subscribe. Hit the notifications bell. That way, every time we go live on Muddy Waters, your phone explodes with notifications that we're about to give you the best breaking and most informative news that the world has to offer on Muddy Waters Media. I love you, and I'm out.